from Epic Deer Studios. This is The Ice Queens. All right, figure skating fans, this is just about it. Uh, your hosts, the Ice Queens, Liz and Tori, are back with our review of the Grand Prix Final, which brings the Grand Prix Series finally, painfully, to a close. Woo! Yes, thank you for that, Tori. <laughs> Way to get up for it. Yeah, now we can take a break until the end of January where your host Liz and Tori will be there live in San Jose for the U.S. Nationals. We are excited about that because it involves us getting together, seeing each other, partying, acting crazy, and of course, watching figure skating and bringing it straight to you people. It's pretty much what our whole season's been about. We, we can't wait to go to Nationals and see it live. It's all been building for that, figure skating fans. All right, so let's get started with the Grand Prix Final. It was held the 10th, 11th, whatever, of December in Quebec City, Canada. And um, we'll start with the men's competition. Tori, start us off. Well, do you want to talk about all of them or just the people that were we could stomach watching? <laughs> Well, I mean, there was really only like five or six skaters in each event. So let's just cover, um, I say, top three and our good friend, Jeremy Abbott. Let's start there. Okay. Well, the men's competition was actually pretty good, or there was at least a few skaters that were good. Javier Fernandez ended up in third place. And what a big season it's been for him this year. You know, last year, did we even know who this person was? No. But he's much improved. He ended up third at the Grand Prix Final, had great quads in the long program. It was a relatively clean skate, and he looks good. I like him. So yeah, nice he, somebody he, new, and that doesn't bug the hell out of us, and is cute. Yeah, I know. He might be our new boyfriend, actually. He, I know. He's definitely in the running. You know, we had to, you know, we had Ryan Bradley last season, and now Javier's up there. Although I was watching him, you know, he's co coached by Brian Orser, and I actually think he's starting to look like Brian Orser, <laughs> but maybe a little bit hotter and cuter because he is a Spaniard, you know, and he's got that whole European thing going on. But he skated really well in the free program. He. Basically, I mean, they were Terry Gannon and Michael Weiss. Oh, God, we'll talk about that later. But they were the commentators. And I believe Michael Weiss said that Javier had landed nine for nine quads in the in the Grand Prix series. That's pretty amazing. It is. And I was getting worried because Michael kept saying that. And I'm like, is he trying to jinx him? Oh, so yeah. So he will actually fall the next time he does a quad. Well, and Michael's probably jealous because I don't know if Michael ever did a quad. And, you know, at the end there, he was barely doing <laughs> um, oh, triples. He, he attempted quads all the time. He, I don't know that he ever landed one cleanly. He always two-footed it. So I just felt he was being very jealous at this competition. <laughs> yeah, he was. And, you know, it's like, get over yourself, dude. Figure skating has moved on in the, what, 10 years since you were skating? So, <laughs> you know. And then fifth place uh, was Jeremy Abbott. Unfortunately, he came into the free program in second place because he did a pretty clean short program. But then, um, you know, he had a great triple axle in the short. And then in the free skate, uh, some oh, trouble. I know. It was so disappointing. He started off the program really good. He hit his quad and the triple axle combination. I'm like, yeah, all right. And then it fell apart after that. He fell on the triple axle and he fell really hard. And then he also fell on the triple lutz. So he had two falls. But 
actually was a better his probably his best skate that he's had which is a little sad yeah it is a little sad I mean they said he had his season's best even though he you know did skate well but he didn't seem very upset he certainly was less upset than he was in the last competition where he didn't do well so no it seemed like he thought he did skate well you know he is improved but I really want to see this program skated cleanly because I think that people are going to be mesmerized by it if it's clean. Yeah, I got to tell you, I mean, that's the thing I'm really looking forward to at Nationals is to see this program live. So, you know, it is a sad state of affairs where we're giving him kudos for coming in last place. But, you know. No, Michael Bresney, I got sixth. Oh, well, whatever. I don't even know how to say that guy's <laughs> name. Mihal, <laughs> I messed it up. Mihal. Oh, Mihal, yes. Mihal. Basically, when Mihal's on the screen, I just yell Mihal and I don't watch him skate. I don't know. <laughs> that's I, probably a good thing. I put that out of my mind. But, um, you know, Jeremy, I think he is improving a little bit each time that he's skated the program this season. So hopefully by nationals and worlds, he's going to be strong and skate it clean. I hope so too. Cause you know, nationals is he's done fairly well with the exception of last year. He's done fairly well at nationals. So I hope that that will give him confidence. And I expect him to win nationals this year. I do too. At least I hope so. He should win it because he is the strongest U S male skater and he has very nice programs so if he doesn't win it I think that is a disappointment yeah I actually think that his spins are excellent too I mean Mm -hmm. it's it's just he's got to put together a a complete program so second place was Daisuke Takahashi I know that I can barely stand to watch him because I just don't care but I know you like him so I'll let you talk about him (laughs) well so he was in fifth place after the short program and he ended up second here he skated really well he two-footed the quad but he didn't fall and he's fallen most of the time this season. And then after that, he was just nailing the jumps, totally sold the program, the footwork. I thought it was a good skate. And I thought that it was the best that he skated this program this season. He's just got good skating skills. He's well-trained and fit. And there, you know, there's a little bit of excitement. So I was really happy for him. I actually thought that he should have had the highest score for the free skate but for some reason, Patrick Chan did. So that was a travesty. Oh, yes. This is where I start to get very, very angry. I was just yelling at the television. I do not know what drugs these judges are on when they are scoring Patrick Chan. He is so incredibly overscored. He was completely overscored in the short program where he basically jumped into the boards. He did. I know. Yeah. On his combination jump, the second jump, there wasn't quite enough room. So he crashed into the he landed on the boards basically and it's like how can you be in first place when your combination jump is on the boards do you get credit for that apparently so (laughs) so he ended up winning here because he won the short and the long I do not think that he should have had the highest score for the free skate I understand that he won because he had a big lead he had like a 10 point lead over Daisuke but come on there's no way he should have won the free skate had the highest score oh not only did he win it but it was his new season's best yeah that was ridiculous and I mean I know it's in Canada but come on how much money's being turned over to these judges by the Canadian Federation (laughs) Exactly. I mean, (laughs) he was ridiculously terrible on his jumps. He slipped on the ice and he made stupid mistakes and he still got these these really high component scores. Of course, it wasn't even like it was a clean skate. He fell. He it was sloppy. And I was like, this program just won't stop. It seemed super long. It seemed like a six minute program to me. I just wanted it to end. Yeah. And at the, at the end of the men's competition, Michael Weiss is over there going, what a great event. And I'm thinking n- not one of these skaters skated cleanly in any of 
their programs. I mean, it was just, I mean, a ridiculous yeah. display. I mean, Javier and Daisuke were the closest to clean, having a, a really clean skate. But come on, Patrick's fallen all over the place and he wins by 10 points. It almost makes me want to say we need Evan back so we can have the standard of skating to be somewhat high again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. So... Did you see that Michael Weiss and Terry Gannon, they actually showed them at the end and they were wearing their cute little black Universal Sports fleeces? <laughs> I did that. I did see that. So I'm like, wow. Fleece jackets. You know they, they're still like in L.A. somewhere in a little studio. and <laughs> With Andrea eat- Joyce <laughs> in the background bringing him coffee. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. yeah. He's probably very happy because he gets to have Michael there or Tanith and Andrea was nowhere to be seen. So that maybe that's why he was so ecstatic last week when he was with Tanith. Maybe that's true. Because Andrea wasn't there. Well, and did you hear the big scandal with Patrick Chan? He says that they don't appreciate him in Canada. Well, no, we don't appreciate him in the United States either. <laughs> <laughs> Only well, the judges seem to appreciate him, unfortunately. Yeah, exactly. The judges who are obviously paid off or drugged or something. I don't know what happened there to get those scores, but it was it was ridiculous. And if this happens again at Worlds, I... It's gone out. I, I believe that the judges have been preparing us all season long for him to win his second world title because who's going to beat him I mean he skates like this and he wins by 10 points who's going to beat him well I don't know the I guess the only hope is another knee whacking (laughs) so let's move on to the pairs competition which was a commentary by our good friend Terry Gannon and Peter Carruthers and of course this is basically a snooze fest it's the same people same programs over and over again third place was Cavagudi and Smirnoff which I really like their Claire de Lune program it's the most enjoyable thing to watch but you know we've seen it like five times now right Um, um, so I actually thought that the pairs was good because there were some clean skates. <laughs> oh, well, that's true. Yeah. So Cavagudi and Smirnoff, they uh, skated it well. We've seen it a number of times. They ended up third here. So I was happy to see that. And I think that each time they skate it, they're getting a little better and better. You do get swept up in the program. So that is nice. And, you know, they got some emotion going. And for me to like the programs a lot since she's not my favorite. And then in second was the Russians, the Volososar and Trankov. And I actually thought that, well, I thought they were better than Sevchenko and Sokolvi. They lost by, what, two-tenths? And so I was not too happy about that. Yeah, well, you know, they had a mandatory deduction for that ridiculous outfit in the free program. <laughs> well, that is true. I mean, his outfit is hideous. It's got the feathers on it. The program's pretty good, but they have to get new outfits because they're just stupid. Um, they're a good pair. They're fast. They're strong. They had a clean skate, and their throws were huge, and actually the triple twist was huge. Yeah, that was like, I swear he threw about five feet over his head. I know. He, he's strong. Um, so it was a good program, and I was not happy that they didn't win because I'm so tired of, Sok- of Sokolvi and Savchenko. And I thought that the Russians skated better. So, of course, they didn't win. First went to Savchenko and Sokolvi because they're apparently going to be the next world champions for, what, the fourth time. They did skate better than they have this program for the season. But still, I'm just 
I'm tired of them. Yeah, I mean, I finally saw their short program. Universal was kind enough to show that to us. And I don't know. I mean, she has this platinum blonde Dorothy Hamill haircut. I never noticed that before because she always has her hair pulled back in the freescape. I didn't care about the short program. The free program was fine. She had a boot lace loose in it. And so that was very distracting for me because I kept waiting for her to fall. I know. It was distracting me. And I'm like, I'm paying more attention to her shoelace because I like watching that better than I like watching this program. Yeah, exactly. And I was just hoping that it was like going to trip her up and they were going to sprawl on the ice. But unfortunately, that didn't happen. Yeah, no drama, unfortunately. But uh, in the dance competition, it was Terry and his girlfriend, Tanith, doing the commentary. And in fifth place, the Shibatanis came in fifth place, which is respectable, not great. They probably could have done better, but... Yeah, I mean... The last, what, minute, minute and a half of the program, they had a lot of energy, but before that, they were, I thought they were a little bit flat. I don't know if the judges are saying, we're not quite liking you as much this season, because I do like the program, and they're fast, they got good technique. I will say that I watched their short dance, and that was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing the rumba. They're doing a Latin dance this year. And they looked completely uncomfortable and stiff, which isn't a surprise since they're brother and sister. But, mm, yeah, they're going to have trouble with those types of dances. Yeah, I know that freaks you out a little bit. It does freak me out. Come on. <laughs> I understand. I'm with you. Um, in third place was Peshalot and Borzat. I didn't, I don't even, I didn't write anything really about their performance. In the short um, program, I just noticed they had weird non-matching green outfits on. That was about it. Well, you know, I, I'm pretty much hating their long program because it's the third time I've seen it. It's too costumey, the outfits. The, it's the dumb toilet paper mummy dress. But And I was upset because they got third place because I actually thought Poje and Weaver should have gotten the bronze medal because their free skate was way better for me than the French. Yeah, I could agree with that. And it was interesting to see Virtue and Moyer got second place to Davis and White, but a big part of that was the fact that he fell in the short dance on a weird, like his blade got caught on her boot or something. I don't know. Yeah, so there was that. It They have two good programs. They had the fall, so that hurt them. But the judges did score them very close in um, the the long program or the free skates. So it'll be interesting at Worlds, if we have two clean skates, what's going to happen. So they ended up losing by four or five points, which is a lot in ice dancing. They did skate well in the long program, like they have all season. Um, And, you know, I think they could still win it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Davis and White were just textbook perfect in both of their programs, Mm -hmm. but they're missing that, you know, je ne sais quoi that Virtue and Moyer have. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, how they get scored at Worlds and how that shakes out. But it's really nice to have two two really excellent teams at the top of the podium. Right, and that are different from each other. Davis and White did skate really well. They're, you know, fast, powerful. Um, they were intense. They they don't have the connection like Virtue and Moyer, but, um, you know, it's very easy to appreciate their skating. So it's going to be a showdown between these two pairs. And I think that the scores will be a lot closer than they were here because the chance of either of these teams falling again probably won't happen. 
Yeah, very unlikely, I would say. Mm-hmm. So the last competition was the ladies' competition, which was commentary with by Terry Gannon. He's all over the place. And Tara Lipinski. Um, there was a sad announcement at the beginning that Mao Asada withdrew from the competition because her mother actually died. Like the day before, I think. Yeah, the day before um, of liver failure or something. I don't know. Cirrhosis of the liver. So um, that was too bad because I was interested to see if she was going to do the triple axel and really show the other ones how it was done. But um, it didn't work out that way yeah. so it, it is unfortunate because she definitely could have had a chance to win with how the ladies skated their programs if I had watched this first and not viewed the others I don't know if I would have watched any more skating I thought this was the weakest of um, all the disciplines this time it seemed like there's just lots of mistakes and then when the little Russian girl came out and she has a new dress now oh yeah Elizaveta horrible Whose idea was that? That neon green? And I thought it was seemed a little bit revealing for a 14-year-old. Oh, I put uh, Tramp, T-R-A-M-P, <laughs> in, cap- <laughs> in capital letters. I mean, she's 14, and your dress is neon green and cut down to your navel. I mean, it's not J-Lo out there. Yeah, and it looked like a you know something you would see on Dancing with the Stars for one of their Latin numbers. It's like, no, she had a really nice red dress all season long. Where did that go? It needs to come back. The dress was distracting, and no, I couldn't deal. Well, and she also had neon green eyeshadow. I'm like, who is your fashion consultant over there in Russia? What is going on? Yeah, well, you know, 14-year-olds like to wear a lot of uh, makeup, a lot of crazy eyeshadows. Uh, yeah. So hopefully, well, I guess we won't see her at Worlds because she's too young. But next season, she'll still be too young. Hopefully, she's going to get a, get rid of that green dress because uh, it's horrible. But and she needs to work on you know her extensions. I really noticed this time, and maybe it was because the dress was distracting me, um, that she doesn't finish her movements. She needs more extension and you know more better body position but that'll definitely come with time because I do think that she's talented and she obviously has the jumps she just needs a better styling and um you know some time to mature yeah I mean that's the thing about the younger skaters they often don't have the musicality they don't feel the music they don't take their time with the program they just sort of like do the moves you know as it's choreographed and and are thinking more about it mechanically than artistically so I think that's what she needs to work on but she's definitely an up-and-comer, and, comer and um, I think that she will do well in the next few seasons. Well, unfortunately, Alyssa Sisney had a very, very rough skate. A rumor was that she had an ankle injury, and, you know, she probably shouldn't have been skating because it was a disastrous performance. And I know, I mean, I give her props for going out there and trying to do it, but I think she would have been better off withdrawing from the competition. Yeah, well, it sounded like the um, injury actually happened while she was there training. So it happened like one or two days before the competition, and she you know, tried to fight through it. She did fight, but it was definitely a struggle. All of the jumps were just shaky because it was on the landing. I believe it was the landing foot. It was a rough skate all around. So hopefully she has a few weeks to heal and get ready for the nationals and that she'll come back strong and then be ready for the worlds also because she does have two nice programs this year. And I expect her to win the nationals unless Mariah suddenly starts skating out of her mind and also to do well at the worlds. 
Yeah, I certainly hope so, because, I mean, the quality of her skating is unmatched, especially seeing, well, we'll talk about our first place finisher, which I can barely even stomach, (laughs) but the quality of her skating is unmatched. I mean, I don't care, you know, there's no one right now. I mean, maybe Mel Asado can come out with with the triple axel and, you know, beat her technically, but, I mean, she, the quality of her skating is unbelievable. Nobody can compete with her in that, so if she can just bring it together and skate solidly for Worlds, I, I would love to see that. Yeah, she should be meddling at Worlds with the talent that she has, so let's hope that the injury heals and she's strong by then. But a travesty happened when Elena Leonova got third. You know, yeah. this is somebody that should not be meddling. <laughs> I agree. I mean, I have like, okay, first of all, gloves. No, absolutely not. She's skating to platoon. She opens with a triple-triple. That's how she gets in third place, which I don't really care. She fell on her triple Lutz. She really doesn't have any style. And her choreography is, it doesn't connect the movements. I mean, it's like, there's not, there's nothing special about that. It's time for retirement. No, yeah, so she skated okay and skated clean enough to win a medal here because Alyssa didn't skate well, and then the Elizaveta, she was pretty far behind. I believe she had trouble on her short program. But it's just wrong when this skater is getting third at the Grand Prix. I do not want to see her get a medal at the Worlds. No, I hope not. (laughs) You know, I really um, have enjoyed watching Akiko Suzuki and her comeback this year. And, you know, she just seems at ease on the ice. Like we talked about before, she just has the joy of skating and she's fun to watch. I mean, they say she gets a little too ambitious. She gets a little too much height on her jumps. Mm-hmm. Um, and she needs, I feel like she needs a little bit more choreography to connect the jumps because she uses sort of, she loses the flow and the style of her skating. But she is fun to watch and I wish her the best, especially seeing how everything she's gone through with the eating disorder and coming back and all that. So. She finished second. I agree. I thought she skated well here. You know, she had a few minor mistakes, but um, her jumps are good. She does need better transitions and choreography. And I noticed that she had a new dress on. Mm -hmm. It was really pretty. I liked it. So, And she has energy, and you can see the joy coming out when she's skating. So I was very happy for her that she got second because she probably really should have won and not Carolina Costner, who needs to go away. Not only, you know, does she has she bothered us all season, she went and got a new sparkly bodysuit, and it was disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm like, am I, am I crazy, or where did this gray bodysuit come from? No, she had a nice dress all season, nice blue dress for the long program, and then she pulls this crap out of her bag. It no. was it was like a one armed, you know, off the shoulder, <laughs> crazy ass. I I didn't get it at all. I mean, I wrote the word no with ten O's and twenty five exclamation points. The fact that she was in first place, I yeah. couldn't believe it. And she's another person that is so overscored. She got her new season best. I did not think that this was the best that she skated the program this year. She had shaky landing. She did a single axle. She had a hand down on one of her jumps. I mean, there was mistakes. And then, of course, I was distracted by all the sparkles on her outfit. And she was uh, really annoying me. I couldn't wait for the program to be over with. Roger that. And I just have a really bad feeling that she's going to be the world champion unless Alyssa can get it together and skate two clean programs at Worlds. Because she should never 
Carolina should never be the world champion. I know. I just got a little ill when you said that. Oh, I got a feeling of dread. Well, we, we'll see what happens, but we're going to keep our fingers crossed. <laughs> There's going to be some world champions this year I don't think we're going to like. No. And I did confirm the world championships are in Nice, France in March, but... You know, well, see, I got it mixed up. See, I said Quebec, but it was actually the Grand Prix that was in Quebec. Yeah, and actually next year in 2013, they're going. it's going to be in Canada again, okay. Worlds is. So very excited about that. And Tori, I mean, I can't even tell you, we are going to start the countdown to nationals in San Jose. We got our tickets this week. Our good friend Mike at the HB Pavilion helped us out and avoided us paying like, you know, helped us avoid paying $50 in Ticketmaster fees. He knew we needed that extra money to to go to happy hour exactly <laughs> so a special special shout out to, sh- to you mike at the hp pavilion thanks for all your help and um we're got to get our hotel and you know get ready to rock and i know you figure skating fans are going to be there with us we're going to be there january 27th through the 29th we'll probably do some live broadcasts possibly sober but we can't promise anything <laughs> probably not sober right because that's those that's when we do our best work <laughs> oh yeah So I just want to remind everybody, you know, if you like our podcast, leave us some comments as long as they're nice and kind and don't rat us out to the USFSA because we can't have those people coming after us. And that is on, you can find us on Facebook at uh, the Ice Queens or theicequeens.com. And we're going to try and tweet. I know we can't really, you know, we can't really do too much because we're divas, but the producer's trying to to, um, force us to do do those type of things. So we'll see what we can do. All right. Well, it's been real. We get to take another month off and finally have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year with no figure skating to watch for a while. Until next time, we will see you at Nationals, fans. Rock on. The Ice Queens is a production of Epic Deer Studios. If it's epic, it must be Epic Deer. <laughs>